Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hello, honeys. Welcome to Natch Butte. It's your host, Jackie J. Now, I had to update this message because in case you don't know, there are people out there who probably are finding Natch Butte for the first time right now and wondering, excuse me, where's Jackie? Because I thought this was a podcast hosted by Jackie J. It is, but I am currently on maternity leave, enjoying the miracle of life, giving birth to my first baby. Perhaps I've given birth by now as as you're hearing this. Perhaps I haven't. I don't know. That's the way the universe goes. The babies decide when they're ready to enter the universe. We'll see what happens. But regardless, I have been on maternity leave now for a little bit, and I have asked some of my favorite past guests slash friends to record a guest-hosted episode for me for the honeys, the listeners of Natribute, to enjoy while I am away. I thank everyone for staying and tuning in, and I hope you're thoroughly enjoying this exciting, fun time, and I'm so grateful to everyone who guest-hosted apps. I just wanted to clarify a couple of things. Number one, whatever is said on this show while I am not here does not necessarily reflect the way I feel or the way Nashbute feels, but I'm letting my guests say, do, eat, drink, whatever they want. So just know that if somebody says something that you're like, um, excuse me, that's not what Jackie would say, or that's not how Jackie would feel. Just know these are guest hosted episodes. Everyone lets their freak flag fly in their own way. So if you hear something that you don't think I necessarily would agree to, just know that's how we're rolling right now. So no need to write an email. No need to alert me. That's the way it goes. So that's my little, uh, warning for everybody. But also, like I said, I'm extremely grateful. I hope everyone's having a lovely summer and wearing their sunscreen, enjoying themselves. Please continue to enjoy Natribute while I'm gone. I will hopefully be back in September, so enjoy the good times rolling all summer long. There might be a few re-releases as well of some of my favorite moments of the show because, honey, we love to put out content. And everyone out there, cream that neck, and thanks for listening. OMG. Oh my God, you guys. It's Haley Marie Norman. Is Am I really about to guest host an episode of the Natch Butte podcast? Y'all, I'm nervous. I can't let my girl Jackie J down. And also, I am just like so excited right now because I was the original guest for the pilot episode of Natch Butte. So I I mean, I've been friends with Jackie for so long. At this point, she's become more than a best friend to me. She's my sister. And I'll never forget her doing my eyelashes back in one of her many lives when she was an eyelash technician, okay? And she was telling me about how she wanted to start a podcast. And she would kind of go through like different iterations over the weeks when I was getting my lashes filled of the different things she wanted for her podcast. Then when she finally decided to do a pilot episode, she asked me to be her guest And one of my themes for this episode today is going to be about the beauty of female friendships. The women in my life and the female friendships that I have are the things that have gotten me through not only hard times, but like give me a reason to like wake up in the morning, like work and all that stuff is great. But I've really started to realize like how much the female friendships in my life give me life. And I'm just constantly inspired by the women and the people that I have in my life that like lift me up, but also that I'm just in awe of. And speaking of being in awe, you know, I really just want to take a moment to congratulate Jackie on building, you know, this beauty comedy empire uh, for, you know, literally we did, we did the pilot episode 
in this you know little two bedroom apartment she had in Silver Lake. We didn't know how to use the audio recording. Like we were like, okay, we cannot touch the computer at all because we don't know. We don't want to like accidentally mess up the recording. We didn't know how to do anything. And since then, I've seen Jackie grow through different iterations of her life. And the the line through it all has been this podcast. And you guys, her listeners, her fans, her honeys means so much to her. And I know that you guys have also gotten the honor of witnessing her evolution. And that's why I'm here today, because Jackie is in a new stage, a new evolution. She's about to be a mom. I'm going to try so hard to not cry right now. I'm also going to try really hard to not accidentally say the baby's name, because yes, I know it. And don't be a jealous hater that I know it. Of course I do. I'm her bestie. I've been joking that like instead of Ben, I'm going to be the one at the hospital like handing out cigars to everybody in the lobby, because what am I supposed to do when my girl goes into labor? I can't just be hanging out of my own house. I'm going to be losing. I'm going to be pacing back and forth, showing up at her front door. I have boundaries, so I won't show up unannounced, but I am saying that I cannot wait to meet this baby and mostly that I am just so proud of Jackie. Jackie, I love you. You inspire me every day. I want everyone to know what a great friend you are. I send Jackie multiple three-minute long voice notes every single day, and this bitch has never once said to me, bitch, can you not send me a 10 three-minute voice notes because I have other things to do in my day than listen to your saga? She listens to me. I do, again, I have boundaries, so I do try to be respectful of her time, um, but we're in constant communication. She's always there for me. Um, she picks up like every single time I call her. Like, who does that? She always answers the phone. She's always there for me. She gives me wise and sage advice. She makes me laugh so much. One of my greatest honors in my life is when I make Jackie laugh. Like, it means so much to me because I just think she's so funny. I think the world of her, there's, there's, there's really nothing I can say to truly sum up what this woman's friendship means to me, what an honor it is to host her podcast, to guest host her podcast, what an honor it is to even be friends with this beautiful woman, how proud I am of her for building this empire, um, for staying strong in her life, for going out and getting what she wants, everything that she wanted. Like this woman makes stuff happen and she does it with dignity and grace and everything. Pank with the chooch at her side, with me just a phone call away. I love this woman. I love her. Jackie, I will always have your back. You're going to be a fantastic mother. You're going to you're going to mother that child with the same care and intuition and your signature brand of sense of humor that has launched this podcast into what it is today. And I I'm really honored to know you and I'm so, so proud of you. And I have you and the baby and Ben's back for life. And it just feels so incredibly full circle to have been the original guest on this podcast and now to be guest hosting it for you um, while you're off on your maternity leave. Okay, open your front door, bitch, because I'm probably outside right now trying to get some snuggles with that baby because the baby will have been born by the time this episode airs, y'all. Okay, so buckle up, honeys. We've got a really fun episode today with one of my other extremely close friends, Chelsea Devon Tez. And actually, I have been dying for Chelsea and Jackie to meet each other because, again, they both are just strong, badass women that I have in my life. And Chelsea is someone who also so inspires me. And Chelsea and Jackie both have, like, signature looks. Like, we love a signature look. Like, these women are bold. They are fierce. And I've been, like, dying for them to meet. So they finally met at my birthday party, a birthday party that I had this last March. And I've been, like, dying for them to get more one-on-one time. So I have been telling Jackie for a long time. We've been talking about how Chelsea was going to be a guest on her podcast. And then next thing we know, Jackie gets uh, knocked up. And I'm guest hosting. And the first and only person I thought of to come be my guest was uh, Chelsea. And um, I cannot wait for you guys to all get to know Chelsea like I do. Because she is just another comedy, powerhouse, beauty icon. OMG, you guys. Okay, so I already like told you a little bit about uh, Chelsea in the intro. But now I've got her here with me. Okay, so Chelsea is... Like, uh, has a whole fucking empire. She's got 
uh, her podcast <laughs> that's amazing with the Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes, which is so good, by the way. Oh my gosh, thank you. It's my baby. It's your baby. It's your. You have so many babies, though. You've got. Like- I do have so many babies, but the podcast is maybe my favorite because it's where I can say and do whatever I want, and it means so much to me to do that. And you've been on the podcast. We covered Cecily Tyson's book. Uh, we did. We did. So you have a favorite child. There is such a thing as a mom who has a favorite child, and yours is the podcast. I do. Be- I do because there no. There's no studio execs to give me notes. There's no um, waiting. It is just me the microphone my producer and celebrity memoirs and my friends well you know what i love that because that kind of reminds me of one of my favorite things about you which is like you make shit happen and like when you're dealing with studios when you're dealing with networks when you're dealing with all this other stuff there's so much like there's just so there's just so many other steps but you're like someone who like gets your idea you want it out in the world Thank you for saying that. I do think that is one of my best attributes, which is that like I will make it happen even if you will not help me. Um, <laughs> I do think it has served me well. It is exhausting. <laughs> and um, and I also think like, you know, um, sometimes notes make the, the content better, but oftentimes they make it worse. Right. And so in the podcast, when we can just like make the jokes we want to make, you know, and recap the books we want to and whatever we want to say, like, I think it's where the best stuff comes from. Wait, I just need everyone listening to this to know that Chelsea is on Zoom right now as a bunny. She's got the bunny filter on <laughs> and I've got like the clover on my head, little eye <laughs> I totally forgot that we look like I that I think right we now. should do the whole podcast. Like, oh I'm doing the whole podcast no, as a bunny. No, we should do the whole podcast like this. I love it so Absolutely. much. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Absolutely. So I'm going to talk about some of your other babies that you love, maybe just not as much as the yes. podcast. Okay. So you've got an upcoming memoir essay collection book that you're putting out with Harper Collins. Yes, that's coming out fall 2023. I'm, I will say, okay, the book is maybe my, my true baby, but the book is like, if I, they were like, ma'am, um, you're not allowed to have a child. And you're like, okay. And then they were like, surprise, here's a miracle baby. Like, that's the book. Okay. Okay. Listen, that could be that. I think that's a working title for this memoir. (laughs) Miracle baby. (laughs) Surprise, here's your miracle baby. (laughs) Miracle book. Um, No, I'm so, so, so excited for the book. Uh, You know, I have a book podcast, so I love books. Books are my life. They were my education. They were my way out. Also, I read celebrity memoirs, which you might think are trashy books, but they're phenomenal books. Um, so the fact that I get to do my own comedy essay memoir collection, I'm out of my mind. Will you autograph my copy? Ah, oh, bitch, yes. Okay, I want you to know that I have so much just like Chelsea stuff around me. First, and be, just because I always do, because you've given me some of my favorite things. So I've got the citrine that you gave me, of course. Yay. I've got the rose quartz, of course, that I also brought to you in New Mexico. And then on my desk, I have the making it so ornament. From you, me, and Aquila. Yes. Making it so. So in the beginning of the pandemic, y'all, we, so, so me, Chelsea, and our friend Aquila Green have a, um, a, a, a group chat that now is called Fat Titties. And I feel like that's like such a good, that's such a good name that I think that's going to just like be our name for I, I don't think we can ever change. Yeah. We changed the thread title a lot, but Fat Titties is just like where it's at for this right Yeah, Fat Titties is where it's at. And it's because of the obvious. Me, Chelsea, and Akila all have fat titties that we're like super fucking proud of, okay? But before <laughs> that, for a while, it was called Making It So because we were all out here trying to make our dreams happen, making them so. Yeah. And I've really seen you do that because when we like first became friends, remember the first time we hung out was – um, just on two one on one was at Cafe Gratitude, and I think That's you were right. writing on Abby's at the time. And then I've just seen your career just like explode since then. Oh my gosh! Thank you. First off, and same to you. Although I will say, recently, I think because I've had like a handful of successes, I've had people be like, "Wow, that was fast," and I'm always like, "Oh my god, I've been nonstop yes. killing myself." Since I was 22. So let's pretend education. Just don't even count all the times I was in school and trying to do it. Right. right? But just like we're out of school devoting our every waking moment to this since I was 22. So like, wow, it happened so fast. I'm like, okay, well, this was actually 15 years. Yeah. No, that's (laughs) what people don't understand is like, I mean, I guess, I guess people kind of do, but like there is so much work and there's so much just like unpaid work, emotional work, like there's a million things that can happen when you're trying to get a show on the air. Like it's just, it's, it's, 
not for the faint of heart, obviously. No, totally. And I think especially when you're a woman and you get success and you are young. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, they, It's just so easy to be like, oh, you just got here. You're a young thing. You don't know what you're doing. And like it's it, it's so easy to erase all your experience, you know, yeah. and like all, all the effort doesn't show. Effort doesn't show when you've got good skincare, baby. Yes, honey. <laughs> yes. I feel like my time in this business does show in the sense that like, I am super fucking professional. Like I'm the actor that's going to show up on time, like know my lines. I'm not pulling diva shit. Cause I feel like a lot of that stuff is like people who are kind of like just starting and it's like easy to get into your head or, or easy to get this big ego or like not understand that like a lot of people are like relying on like you showing up where you're supposed to be and stuff. So like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like I'm like, oh, I'm like seasoned in this business because I, I like handle my shit. I am, I do the work that I need to do. I, you like, do handle turn your in shit. My shit. I love that. Lines, you know? Okay. This whole, okay. There's still, I still have more stuff to announce for you. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you were the head writer of the first season of the problem with Jon Stewart, which I, yep. Literally, like, cannot fucking even. So I had a birthday party in March. My friends came over, and all my friends are, like, badass bitches. And this party was a big deal for me because I've I've historically kept my friend group separate. But these women have really been there for me, especially in the last year. And I was like, it's time for all these amazing women to meet each other. And so my friend Lisa, who's a therapist... I guess was like starstruck by you the entire time to the point where she still talks about it. She'll, she'd be like, no, I like, she's like, literally Haley, like, I don't think you understand. Like you're watching, you're watching Jon Stewart. And then he'll be like, Chelsea, what do you think? And she's like, and I'm in the same room as Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that is so flattering. Lisa, thank you so much. What did you go boost? Um, yeah, it, it is one of those surreal things where, even I am like, I can't believe I was John Stewart's head writer and I can't believe that I even opted to leave because I have another project. Yes. And, and at the same time, I worked for him. He gave me my first break in TV. It's all these things where you're like, I can't believe this. Wow. Like I used to commute four hours a day for this man on another TV show, uh, that actually never saw the, the light of day. And then years later, I get to like sit by his side and like help him do this show. And it's like, yeah, it was such an honor. And also John, is such a it's funny because he's like a very his name gets a headline he can catch oh, a headline yeah. it doesn't matter how long he has been out like he will catch a headline and he's just the most incredible human who genuinely cares about the stuff he's talking about which is a difference between him and some other late night hosts right. where they're like popping off jokes or popping off segments or looking for something to say but he genuinely cares and is doing a lot of the behind the scenes work and that was that was what was like so special to to work on with him, you know, where you do feel like you're trying to move, move the needle a little. Yeah. And that's why you guys align so well. He cares. TV he cares makes the big, biggest difference. I mean, we're all, if TV is so formative in all of our lives. So I've got a bone to pick with Jon Stewart because he is changing. He's changing lives. Okay. There's more. Um, you have a deal with 20th Century Fox. Are we allowed to talk? We're allowed, am I allowed to mention that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's in the press. Okay. Listen. I can't listen. believe we're still in the intro. We have we're a bunch still, of beauty products so much, to okay, get okay. to. Okay. So, you know what? You're a fucking badass. They get it by now. We'll give them, we'll tell them everywhere that you can find you at then. Okay. I, okay. So, so this is a beauty podcast, right? But I yes. have been thinking because Jackie is my best friend. You've become one of my closest friends. I'm thinking a lot right now about the beauty of female friendships. Yes, absolutely. How, how important is the beauty of female friendships? Like, it's giving me my entire life right now. It's, I would say it's the through line of my existence. Yes. My mom and her best friends raised me. Like, I feel like I'm raised by the women around me. Like, women are my, women are everything. Women, women have been everything. my heroes, my villains, my saviors, mm. my, the people who get you through. Like, women are the main characters uh, in life. Mine too. A woman villain though. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I've been there. I got some women No, but you know what? Better, <laughs> honestly, better than a male villain. You know, yeah. you take the lines and the roles where you can get them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Okay. So you talked a little bit about your upbringing right now. Like you were talking about how you were raised. So you were raised in Santa Fe and I really want to like dig my No, I wasn't. No, Wait. I wasn't raised in Santa Fe. No. What? I, Haley, you know this. I, Okay, so let me t- say a sentence, and then you be like, oh, yeah, I just know that. Okay. I moved around a lot as a kid. Oh, yeah, I knew that. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I moved around a lot as a kid. So, I lived so many places all around the Southwest, though. Okay. We were always in the left-hand corner of the map. And where we ended up was Santa Fe, New Mexico. That was the last stop on okay. the journey. And my mom and my stepdad have been there ever since. So it's the longest I've ever called one place home. So my mom's been living there for like 20 years. So home is New Mexico. It's the longest I've ever gone to the same place. And it's the place where I really spiritually found myself and my life got better. Life had been so bad. And in New Mexico, it got it finally like started to change. And so New Mexico is where my heart is. But I'm not really from anywhere because we Listen, just we just moved that. too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my, my allegiance is to New Mexico, but I didn't get there till I was a teenager. Okay. till you were a teenager. Okay. Because I was going to ask you, you have this incredible story that like when you were a kid, you would like – wait, do you want, hold on. I'm going to pause. Can I talk about how you were – would like clean people's houses? Because I want to talk about how sure. that and like beauty. Like can I ask you that about yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So one of my like favorite stories about you – again, because we were talking about how you like go out and make shit happen for yourself is you used to clean people's houses as a kid, which I wish I could go back in time. I wish I could get a time machine and hire you and I would give you so much money and like lemonade and stuff. Oh my God. But- I would love that because I was definitely fired. <laughs> But I want to know, like, were you – because when I think of you two, I also think of, like, someone with a signature lip, these incredible bangs. Like, did you show up cleaning these houses, like, looking like the fabulous person that you are now? Like, where – how – I guess my oh. question is, what is the intersection of you cleaning houses and, like, your beauty regimen as a kid? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. What an amazing question. Thank so, you. first off, I was 11. So, no, I did not show up in full <laughs> Um And I just, like, you know when your family is in pain about money and you feel it as a kid. And So, um, I put up flyers everywhere that I would clean houses. And some people took me up on it. And then I think I would show up and they'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Um, and I would clean their houses. So beauty regimen as a kid, like, I, I don't know, like wake up and eat breakfast, like just <laughs> nothing. Oh, you know what I was on my whole life? I was, um, I was up on, uh, lemon juice and sun in, in your hair. Oh yeah. No, because that was the thing. That was the thing. And I lived in Utah. So all I wanted to do was be blonder, 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 Same. blonder. So like as a kid, I always have these blonde pieces like at the top of my head and are framing my face because I was I mean, I just lived with lemon juice in my hair <laughs> and it does work. It, you know, it's a little orange, but it works. Oh, no, um, I fully did it, too, because I grew up with all white people. And so I was like, yeah. listen, if I can just make my hair a little bit more blonde, maybe they'll love me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sadder. <laughs> that honestly is probably behind uh, so many women grabbing sun and oh, have yeah. that, had that in their heart. So that's all I did um, as a kid. And then when I um, we moved um, at my new high school, I had suddenly sprung huge boobs with just no brain cells to know that that had happened. Yeah. And, um, and I was like... I really experienced the effects of like beauty as a young woman where it is both the thing that gives you power and people want to be around you. It's all you want is, you know, all you want is to be like have beauty. And it's also like so dangerous and so many horrible things happen to me because of it. So it's like, you know, these like simultaneous tracks of like beauty is kind of culture tells you like it's the thing to have. And then also like it, can destroy your life, especially as a young woman. Oh, of course, because and, then people start sexualizing you so early on, and you don't, you you might not even be seeing yourself as a sexual being yet, or if you are, it's yeah. like in the super early stages. And it's not no one values you. They're yeah. it's they're valuing um, like what you can sexually do for them. Listen, um, I still relate to that. Yeah, of course, <laughs> and it, it, it remains throughout your yeah. life. But I think it's especially hard when you're a when you're a young teenager and you're figuring out what all that stuff is. And then um, I went through a true, <laughs> without exaggeration, tragedy in high school. I won't get into it. But listen, you guys, it's on my podcast. You can find it. Um, tragedy, like just I went through a lifetime movie in high school, yeah. and I was then I got on birth control. I gained tons of weight, and I experienced what it was like when people punish you for not looking the way you previously did and not just that but like what happens when you don't fit into the beauty standard which is another type of punishment where everyone where they treat you 
they destroy you in a different way, you know? Wait, I don't think we've ever talked about... Th- so Chelsea and I have all these kind of dark things in common. And <laughs> yeah, we're very dark ladies. We're very dark. <laughs> and this is something that we've never talked about because I had such a similar experience. I feel like people don't know that. Like people kind of just like see us now as who we are and think that maybe we've always been these like confident people who look the way we do or whatever, but not understanding that there's there's pain and history there. And I think that's what makes us like empathetic and interesting people not I mean whatever it sounds like I'm like patting myself on my back but I have enough confidence to be like I think I'm an interesting person I know you're an interesting person (laughs) that's the really interesting thing about beauty though is that like it's beauty in, in I'm saying all forms not just like our American standard of beauty but like beauty covers up struggle right it covers up pain it's this thing that we all want but then when you have it it's also something that just you helps people disregard you as especially if you're femme presenting femme femme people have it harder than uh mask presenting but everyone still has it harder you know of like this weird it's this weird tool especially for Femme presenting individuals where it's one of the only avenues they've given us for power. Right. If you can be closer to, to American beauty standards, like you can have power. And yet only you don't hold the power. Everyone else. Everyone does. else. You, does. It's not real power. And then you get punished for having it. It's, it's a real, which is interesting too, because I approach you now podcast who's probably like, what the fuck is happening with these two women <laughs> to tell you that I love makeup and hair and dressing up. I'm so yes. girly now. Oh, no. But, so, yes. So, but I will say the the transition for me came when uh, it took a long time, had a lot of, lot of difficult, painful uh, body journey. And then um, when I was in college, they were like, you need to curl your goddamn hair you need to wash your face. Like, yeah. you, you're you a mess. And I was a mess. But it was just, like, just for auditions. They were like, you have to look like a presentable person. And I just didn't. Wait, why curl your hair, though? Because I'm looking at your hair right now and under the bunny ears. And it's, like, beautiful, straight. Like, why did they? Oh, but well, my- I just have to interject and say that I'm not making beautiful and a straight synonymous with each other because I'll also another thing I'll never forget is oh the hair I yeah. was in backstage at Deal or No Deal and I asked someone like who was also mixed like why they straightened their hair and they were like because I just want to be pretty and straight and that's another thing that fucked me up because I was like oh yeah pretty culture is not said pretty hair is straight yes hair. so yeah. I'm saying separately like I'm looking at your hair right now it looks so great it's also straight like why did they care if you curled your hair who cares well first off this is not what my hair looks like when I do nothing to it <laughs> oh you've done your hair right now yeah yes, okay, yeah okay. yeah Okay. So they were just like, don't show up like having woke just woken up. Don't look like a fucking trash can. And I did not know how to not. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Oh, yeah. Again, beauty and the beauty of female friendships. Chelsea and I just got back from an incredible trip in New Mexico that was a birthday slash bachelorette party yes. with incredible women. Um, tell me all about your – because this is the thing about Chelsea is Chelsea loves a look. Chelsea <laughs> loves a look to the point where you, she had on a, a fringe – like a cowboy, what kind of ha- like a fringe hat on the Southwest Airlines plane? Tell us about your looks for this for this party. Um, would love to. So I have been, you know, tough job. I get into politics pretty deeply, and as a break to keep my brain sane, I would plan a wedding and bachelorette looks. Like almost if I had had a different job last year, like maybe I wouldn't have done it as hard. <laughs> oh my I, god! You know what? I don't think I realized that this whole time that it was like that was like your way of mental decompression from c- kind of dealing with the heavy news stuff that you were doing with John's show and everything else. Yeah, well, especially because, um, it, especially because 
like I'm not great at meditation. I'm not great at like total peace. Like I still like to have something going on, but like it's just this was droll enough to be engaging, but it still felt weirdly calming. So okay, so I planned a bunch of looks for the batch. Can we do we talk fashion on this podcast or just Oh no, or just... we talk fashion. We talk you listen, you got your guest host, Haley Hay. Okay, we're gonna talk about what we want to talk about. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so I had three looks a day planned. Now a lot of people are like, Oh, aren't you missing out on the part? No, uh uh-uh, uh I I treat every change like a quick change backstage. You're in and out in five minutes. Um, So the first first look, I went with earthy sweatpants um, and uh, earthy sweatshirt with diamond-covered earthy Santa Fe hiking boots. But they were covered, and they're not obviously not real diamonds. But it was like these like <laughs> hiking boots that were like beige but covered in diamonds and then a beige sweatsuit. And then I got a vintage cowboy hat that had long fringe hanging down oh, that was, was white. So you know, just screaming I'm a bride, but Southwest. Yes. Um, Wait, and the back of your jacket had like a combo of you and Yasser's last name on it. Well, so I got to the airport and two of my friends, Taylor and Joanna, were like, Take off that sweatshirt. We have a jacket for you. White denim fringe, very much the vibe. Um, they had taken my name Devantes, his name Lester, and made it say Levantes in diamonds. It really, it really upped my outfit. Um, from a previous bachelorette party where I got a bag with my name on it, I carried that. So I, I mean, I, I literally looked like the flight attendant's worst nightmare. Like we got on the plane, she was like, "Okay, this is going to be the worst flight of my week." And then when we were all just like lovely, nice, quiet people, she would reward me with more drinks. So it was phenomenal. I would say though that if I was the flight attendant, I would have a totally different vibe. Where I'd be like, "Oh, this bitch is a bride, and like she's doing it in a new, different way." Because we've I, seen the yeah. little bodycon dress with the sash that says "bride." And listen, I'm not hating on that. I probably did a look like that. You know, when I was doing my wedding stuff, but yeah, like, yeah. you just came with a whole different flavor that like, if I was a flight attendant, I'd be like, respect. Maybe that's, that's why you got the free drinks, actually. I, I hope so. But I think it's because, I don't know, you know, bachelorettes, brides, we do not have a good reputation as a genre. No. I would say a deserved, highly deserved <laughs> bad reputation. So anytime you can go against that norm, I think uh, it's a blessing to everyone around you. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Then we landed um, when we got to the house. I mean, an incredible friend makes you a headpiece. Just a handcrafted headpiece. So switched out from my cowboy hat into this, like, I don't even know how to explain it, purple feather headpiece that if you looked closer had googly eyes, but from far away looked couture. I was, uh, Kenzie made it. It was incredible. The googly eyes were my favorite part about that. Yeah, Other than the color scheme, and- like a pink and purple, which we also discovered on this trip that we both share the same favorite color, pink, that we also share with Jackie. Just a little pink. pink. My pink Nothing ladies. is better than a pink. Nothing's better yes. than a pink. No. Uh, and then for my bachelorette first night out, I went hard. How, how would you describe the look I wore in terms of vibe? Okay, so on my Instagram stories, I said bridal hoe aesthetic. Ooh, yes. Okay, I would say bridal brat stall that got discontinued, <laughs> but someone found her in the dumpster, gave her a little shimmy and a shine, and sent oh her on her way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't see the dumpster part. I do. I see the brat stall part. I see the brat stall. But honey, no, everything was snatched. That that this is a Brad stall that's been lovingly cared for on someone's shelf. Oh like, wow! Just Thank came you. out Bless. of the box to go to dinner Bless at us. what was the name of our dinner? The place Tomasitas. Tomasitas. So so they just took this Brad stall out of the box just to go to Tomasitas in Santa Fe. I mean, I listen. I very lovingly say I came from trash. I love a glamorous trash aesthetic. That is me. It was a white kind of crinkled mini skirt with these huge like diamond buttons and then a tiny little crop top with little a little diamond button huge origami sleeves and then a silver um belly chain but that was like connected to each part of the outfit (laughs) and i added a veil obvi yeah, Avi, yeah. And I love how much you love a crop top. Like, this bitch loves a crop top. You love, like, an open center. I do love an open center because also I think it is often uh, – you it like, a just that part on your ribs, so it's above the belly. You cover above the belly button, but you leave that little rib area exposed. Usually it's a nice flattering line for it, – it can be flattering for just anyone. I will say everyone on our trip was wearing crop tops. It's just it's just a flattering look. But I go high waist. I'm never I'm never an early 2000s hem. Like, that'll oh, change everything for are me. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, same. But I do want to say I loved your makeup this on the night of this because a lot of times you do, like, a 
a bright, bold lip. Like, when I think of you, sometimes I think of, like, a red lip. Like, you love yes. a red lip. And so that's what I was expecting. But you actually came with, like, really, like, neutral makeup. It was, like, you know, like, that neutral that's, like, hot and sexy? Like, you know when someone's... I'll never forget when I started doing Deal or No Deal, these girls would show up, and they would look like... They would look, like, really like classy but like slutty at the same time and I'd be like how did you do that like so your makeup was like it was giving me sex but it was also giving me like hot neutral you know oh I love that well I okay I started my new thing which is I get eyes or lips I don't get both um because I go hard on makeup I mean Haley is saying like um natural but like if you saw a picture of my face you would be like okay this is not glossier on this woman (laughs) this is (laughs) um but I a makeup artist kind of changed my life when they told me to go for nudes that lived in like the pencil eraser category. So there's still pinks and peach undertones because I was going for nudes that really washed my whole face out. But I was like, I guess I just can't wear nude lipstick. But really a good nude is like leaning into like the peach or pink pigment um, but, and just not taking too far. So I love peach and pink that's pigment. That's what I went nudes, yeah. for lips. Wait, um, I, I have a question. What kind of, because you just, you mentioned Glossier. So then when you said you're not like a Glossier kind of girl, I immediately went to like a makeup forever. So am I being psychic right now? Do you wear like a makeup forever foundation? Like what foundation do you normally I, wear? I don't wear a makeup forever foundation, but I'm definitely not Glossier. Like like I, right. that stuff can get the fuck away from me. Like right. I don't need to put on makeup if it's not supposed to look like makeup. Like, you're not doing a boy it. brow. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely I remember not. that had such a moment in when I was like, a kid like Calvin Klein came out with this line where like everything was supposed to look like so natural and I spent so much money on this Calvin Klein makeup and my friend who was like a supermodel at the time was like you spend so much money to look like you're not wearing any makeup and I was like yeah. oh shit she's right <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's very in right now uh, but it's I'm not I'm not on it I'm not on that train so okay right. so I actually have a little um, foundation trick which is that Every day after I do the skincare, I wear um, Cetaphil SPF 15 um, uh, anti-redness sunscreen. And it's super cheap, like, yeah. for sunscreen. Because, you know, a lot of skincare sunscreens can be really expensive. But Cetaphil is, like, a still a really yeah. close to clean. Um, and it has this tint in it. And I always have that on just to have some base sunscreen. But the tint in it acts as, like, a light foundation. Um, and then I, and then I don't use foundation over it. I'll use, um, a Mac. Actually, let me see what I have. Um, oh, Mac. Why didn't I think Mac? When you said no glossy, I should have gotten a Mac. Cause of yeah, course. No, I use, I use studio fix. Okay. Um, yes. Which is that like the hardcore sense. stuff. Yes. Um, so yeah. So then like after the sunscreen's on, I have like just a overall studio fix on my face. Sometimes I'll do like spot checks with like a little concealer, but um, sometimes it depends on it depends on what my skin is up to. Wait, um, so are you saying you don't? Okay, so you're so you're putting the Cetaphil on, which also shout out to Cetaphil. Cetaphil is like the brand that every dermatologist like recommends. Or like just go get Cetaphil for like anything. yeah, the, face wash, yeah, especially if you have sensitive skin, and I do. Like we live on Cetaphil. It's yeah, like you can't have fancy nice things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cetaphil is always a solid choice. Oh, so you do the Cetaphil although I will SPF. Say, yeah, I've been starting to use um, Alder Skincare, which is a best friend, queer, and woman-owned skincare line that's all clean uh, products. And, and it's that. been like my one step above Cetaphil. But yes, so I do I do Cetaphil, I do my skincare, light moisturizer, Cetaphil sunscreen, the de-reddening kind. And it has the a tent. Kind. It has a tent in it. And then I will do an all-over studio fix, and that's it for skin. Because you know what I recently started doing is in because I was putting foundation, I was doing foundation on my whole face, and then I was shooting something, and they were like, "You really don't need that." And she just took concealer and just put concealer like under my eyes and in a few other places and blended that in, and I was like, "Oh my god, I look amazing!" I actually don't yeah. need like a full face, so that's what I've been doing, even for like on my on camera stuff. Oh, I've yeah. just been putting it kind of where I need it. Because sometimes full full face can, like, age you or add crinkles yes. or depending on the climate, it can. So, yeah, I just prefer, like, the sunscreen and then Studio Fix if I, like, that would be my fullest face. Right. And then Patrick Ta actually has a contour brush and a little contour palette. I'll, if I really want to go hard, I'll use that brush and that contour palette just on my cheekbones. And the right. contour brush, like, does the contouring for you. So you don't have to use sponges yes, or anything. Yes, of course. That, that would be, that'd be my go hard. I love that. I'm having flashbacks to the last time I was a guest on Natch Butte and I was like really into Fenty, which I still am, but they yeah, literally just discontinued 
the ultra hydrating foundation, which is the one I needed. And so for the longest time, I thought I was wearing like the best foundation for me. I was on Natch Butte. I was on various television shows. I was on everything with this foundation on. And I, I'm bringing this up because I called out, I like shouted out this foundation on Natch Butte. And then I saw a photo of me where I straight up looked like Bart Simpson. Like <laughs> I was fucking yellow. You know and that what's shit was funny so is that I've actually seen that on you where it was slightly yellow. And I was like, huh. Why didn't you tell me? Well, because it was just like a picture on Instagram. And so I, you just fear it's like lighting. You never know. Oh my god! If you what am I supposed to be, girl? You look yellow. Like, come on, no, what kind of friend okay, is that? If I noticed it twice, I this female it. friendship. Okay, part of that means okay, being like, okay, did you look okay, like? Bart but Simpson. I only saw it once. I only saw it once. Okay, I'm going to be honest right now and say that even this concealer that I just got. So I just got this new concealer by Kosas, which is a clean beauty brand. Because now I'm like, I don't know what to wear because I I finally found a good Fendi one that works, and then they discontinued it. So now I'm wearing this Kosas concealer, and I don't think it matches me right either. It's so hard, especially like I've always had to buy two different types of foundation or concealer to match my skin color. Right. And I didn't have to do that for the first time with Fendi, and now I might have to be going back to that because... I think I think I'm it's off. It's hard to tell on the Zoom. On the Zoom, it looks great, but Zoom cameras blur. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm off. I think I'm off. It's a hard time for a lot of us. Yes, <laughs> but also great new brands uh, for all skin shades are popping up, and they're small business owned, which is like so nice. Maybe that's what I need. I should hit up Jackie. Uh, that's the great thing about being besties with the beauty influencers. I just be like, what? Find me a black owned clean brand that makes my skin color. Yes. I don't have to mix anything, and she'll do it. Oh my god, ask her and then post it in the show notes. Okay. Oh yeah, great idea. Okay. 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 There's so much to cover. So let's go back. So okay. So okay. So we were at Bratz doll look. Brats all look. Okay, so um, a, a few other tips from that look. So I got those. Um, I have a. Sh- I have so. I have so much hair. I don't know how to explain to you guys, but like I have like my friends call it like horse hair. So, but so big buns are easy for me. Except I found a hack where it just stays in place. I got two of those um, sponge like bun sponges that they're yes. just like a fake bun. And I stacked them. So I ponytailed. Then I, I pulled my hair through them because they have little holes in the middle. So I pulled my hair through the two the two donuts and then just spread it around, pinned it. So I had a massive bun that like stayed in place all night. You um, know what? I think I thought that you were wearing like almost – because I saw, I saw you prep that. But I was also getting ready so I didn't see closely. So I think I thought you had like – because you have – again, like you said, you have so much hair. I thought you almost like – had a piece, but that was all your own hair. That is all my own hair. Amazing. But but the one thing I've changed in the past year is like, I used to use my own hair for the structure underneath, but that, that's a lot of teasing and hairspray. So you can create the structure and then leave some strands around to be smooth. And now I'm like, fuck it. It's faster. It's easier. Use the little sponges as the structure and then just move your hair around it. That's what I'm I'm into now. So when I told Jackie that I was going to have you be my guest, she was like, you have to ask her, about her hair like what (laughs) how do you have this hair like what do you use what's your hair care routine tell us break it down bless thank you um so i mean my hair is truly uh i don't know so you know i don't know who my dad is like but i know my hair is from him because no one in my family has this hair (laughs) and um it is i like i'll just say like definitely my favorite feature about myself it's so Thick. It has like a natural little wave to it that's like like beach girl wave is like my natural oh my texture, which I know I know what a it's beach so babe. fucking annoying. Such a um, beach babe. But then it can also straighten, it can also go curlier. And so um yeah, I don't know. I, I think he must have given it to me. No one in my uh, the, my mom's side has told me how to care for it because they don't have it. Right. Um and then but I will also say, um, this is me being really honest. I feel like this is the podcast for it. Having great hair does extend to the rest of your body. And I <gasps> recently went and got sugaring because uh, it, it was recommended to not do, you know, the, the normal soft wax, but do sugaring, right? So I went and got sugar. <laughs> and the way she was reacting, I said, okay, just be honest with me. On a scale of one to ten of every woman you've ever seen, where where am I in this? Because it was an intense experience. She was like, you are a nine. Wait, <laughs> we're like, talking about a bikini wax, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, bikini wax. Okay, but okay. She was like, Love you're a nine. Um, and I was like, mm, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, <laughs> it's just, it's it's just, it's everywhere. Um, but I will say the few hair things that I have loved is Olivia Scott Lane in Los Angeles. She cuts my bangs, which are my favorite thing in the world. And uh, she's the only one who does them that great. I got these, um, the kind of joyco shampoos which are honestly a bottom shelf brand but when you have a shit ton of hair it's really expensive to shampoo and conditioner all so i have um these the like joyco costco size blue and purple tinted shampoos and conditioners so that that um because i used to have balayage which i i don't anymore but i used to have it and you don't want it to like turn orange um but now I just, I guess I have tinted shampoo for no reason. And, well, because you uh, bought so much of it. You bought the Costco so size bread, so you're going to have to do it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Olaplex, number three, oh, yeah. I'm sure that's been discussed. But, like, that has helped me quite a bit. And using conditioning hair masks as regular conditioner. So I do that, too. Your, yeah, shampoo your hair and then, like, put the mask on, but that's your actual conditioner. Yeah, I do that, too. And I actually just got my hair done, and we did a, an Olaplex treatment. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's yeah, great it's stuff. really great. Oh, and a heat protectant spray. Because I saw this little TikTok where they put heat protectant spray on one piece of bread and not on the other piece of bread, ah. and then they toasted it. <gasps> and you can see the damage on the bread. And I said, no. okay. Yeah, I said, okay, I'll use a heat protectant, heat protectant spray. Change wow, me. that is such a good TikTok. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. When you can, um, twisting your hair into those tiny little buns, like on each side of your head, I almost want to say it's like Gwen Stefani. If you do that when your hair is slightly damp um, and you have a hair texture like mine, like that can be natural waves and it's a way to not use like heat or blow drying. Um, braiding is another way to just like have some movement in your hair, but you're not using product on it. Right. Yeah. Wait, so, so I want to know how did you like the sugaring? Um, you know what? It's all hell. It's just yeah. all pure hell. You so should for laser. Me, it's the Have person. you ever thought about that? I lasered my shit off. I mean, I maybe that's so expensive. I did it again. I I don't. I have not been on deal. Deal or no deal is ancient history, so it's kind of insane that I've mentioned it like five times now. But when when I was a deal or no deal girl, we got discounts on like every beauty thing and so that's honestly I, disgusting that's like hugh hefner like <laughs> you guys can have discounts but only on beauty shit <laughs> oh my god there yeah it, it it was egregious it definitely was egregious but i got um i got like discounted laser hair removal and i did every i did my legs my full vagina my underarms maybe even my arm like i did so oh, many areas dream. but then the place like randomly went out of business and i didn't get okay, to finish all great, the extensions but but your your hair starts to grow back after like a certain amount of years uh, after a laser and like your hormones changing and stuff. But mine grows back like so thin and so like sparsely that it's like not a thing. So I just kind of like shave when I need to. But it's oh, it's not that there. sounds like heaven. I would I say I did lasering. I did laser my most my lady stash. Yeah, I finally bit the bullet and like bitch I had like seven sessions and I'm still struggling it's just like how many lasers do we need and this is for like a tiny little mustache area so like I'm just not ready to commit to just singeing off my labia yet you know what I mean right right yeah you are fully singeing off your labia I'm not ready for it I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna try and get my lip clear and I'll, I'll take it from there which is so interesting because you're like the perfect candidate for laser hair removal because you've I got know. like fair skin and dark hair yeah I know yes every I know I know <laughs> <laughs> okay but sugaring Sugaring was a, a good experience. 
Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, okay. It pulls the hair and not the skin. Okay. Um, that being said, yeah, painful as hell, but like it very a lot faster than my other experiences. Okay. 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 Next looks, because I still have questions to ask you about the wedding looks. Like, I wish oh we God, could I'm do ready. a five-hour podcast. Okay, okay, oh yeah, okay. Too, keep going, too, keep too. going. Tell me more. Okay. Um, last part of the look is that I I do also blessed with lashes. Um, love my lashes. There is uh, a TikTok mascara. It got me, you guys. I saw this TikTok. I clicked by before I knew what was happening to me. The one thing I'll say is that taking it off is wild like it doesn't come off from lotion or it could, it'll come off from oil but not lotion and it, it comes off like you're peeling fabric off oh i've eyes. had that kind of before yes. it's like okay it, yeah it's like it's yeah it is it's almost like fabric it's like rolly okay and so Thrive. it adds fiber is it like fiber it's like fibers that so. extend your lashes is that what it is yeah i mean it's called thrive i saw it on tiktok i do not know where it comes from but when i really want to go hard on eyes i'll use it and just um suck up you know having to take it off later right. yeah it comes off like fabric and then um i i still sometimes like to do lashes because again i go hard like i don't yes. care that i have them i want to go harder and my i'm sure this has been discussed but like really holding up a compact and looking down has been the only way i have been able to put on my lashes have you heard this no i do like just the old because i love lashes too and i feel yeah. like i'm very good at putting them on and i just do like the old school way i don't know anything about this compact trick tell me everything oh my gosh, no like so when i did drag you would have like four or five stuck together so such a thick base and we use weave glue to attach them so it was, it's just like an wow. easy attachment the weave tiny glue. that's amazing I so i still use weave glue to this day um, it's because it holds them. And Jackie's going to have to do a whole other episode with you just about your drag looks because <laughs> these are hot tips. I mean, if you want them to stay on and you want an easier application, it definitely helps. And, and it doesn't no, damage so- your real lashes with weave? No. <gasps> because weave is made for your hair. Yeah, line. yeah. Great yeah. point. Yeah. Um, And so... And it's stickier, but so basically you hold up a compact mirror. I'm, I'm doing it for you, but we're on a podcast. I'm trying <laughs> to say what I'm doing. You kind of like hold it below your chin so that the mirror is right below your eye. And then you look down into the mirror so Ugh. that that's how you see the lash go straight onto your eyeline. You're not guessing. Because also I have very big eyes. So if I set the lashes the wrong way, like I look psychotic. So like I need to be able to see where they're going or otherwise I'm like, I'll end up like smushing glue all over my whole eye right wow that's a really good that's a really good tip oh i'm so happy i've never i guess i've learned because i started wearing lashes just like on set so i just watched what they were doing and they don't have to do that like compact under the thing no no if i was better at it i wouldn't have to do that but i'm not i love that tip okay okay have we covered all the bachelor looks is there more Oh, my God. That was just the first day, but we can totally move on. Oh, my God. Hold on. Now I'm trying to remember what. Okay. Let's do. I wonder how much more time. Okay. Let's do. Highlight your other favorite looks because I have so many wedding questions to ask you. Okay. Other favorite looks. I got a floor length fringe bolero. So it's Uh. a bolero, but then the fringe goes to the floor and white from my favorite drag queen store. And then I wore it as a swimsuit cover up. Real proud of that. Wait. What's Um, your favorite drag queen store? Give us the deeds. Oh, I mean, they're like little Chicago. You can't get it online. But, you can't get it online. But oh, also man. Etsy is a great – type in drag. Be like, drag, film the blank of what you're looking for, and just see what comes up. There's great drag artists selling their stuff on Etsy. Um uh, or, or I'll, you know what, I'll put, I have a newsletter, Haley, so, so dumb, but I do, but I'll, I'll put my store links in a newsletter. Um, love it. I cannot believe um, you've had a newsletter this whole time and I, no, I started it two months ago, two months ago. Still, All- that's a long time. I've talked to you every day for those two months and I did not know you had a newsletter. Okay. That's true. Well, it's weird to advertise to your good friend, really. Okay. But the newsletter is just, it's just recommendations, none of its ads. It's just the stuff I use and like because I get asked for it on Instagram. Right. It's too, it's too hard to DM back, so I'm just putting it all in a newsletter. And oh my God, Haley, this month's issue is Southwest Eleganza. And I tagged all love the it. stuff we went and did. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that so much. We did go white water river rafting, and Chelsea had a full look for that, which they were telling all of us, like, take off all your rings, take off every single <laughs> piece of jewelry because you might die, and, you know, the, whatever you're wearing is going to slit your throat <laughs> open. Chelsea was like, I do not give a shit. She wore the biggest earrings I've ever seen. Oh, no, it was, it was a, a headpiece. Head yeah, it was, it a, was head a headpiece. Yeah. <laughs> she, she loves a headpiece. 
glasses. You were like, I'm not taking off any of these accessories. No, no. And I actually, Haley, the swimsuits that changed my life came from you. <gasps> oh my god, the Andrea Iyama. Yes. That is the swimsuit the I was wearing that day. The yeah, green one. and it looks so good on you. She is she is just the queen of underwire support. Yes. Curves sexiness. Like it's yes. the, it's and it, they're a splurge. Like they're a hefty buy. They're like $200, but like wow, is that like the most flattering swimsuit I've ever put on my body? No, they look amazing on you. They were they were made for you. Like I they feel were like made yeah. for they were made for like us. they're they're, they're made, made for, for everyone. Us. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, oh, they're, they're so good. good. They're and so even good. if you're not uh, a curvy woman, there's other swimsuits that I wish I could wear and I can't. Like they have these like cool like flower patches and ruffle decals and like yeah, you guys have to go check them out. They're really yeah, good. They're amazing. Yeah. We'll we'll, um, we'll put some links. We'll we'll drop some links. Um okay, that night was just sort of like, you know, a casual sparkly pajama dress and a headpiece and then the next day, um I had three looks planned, and we were so hungover, and that chef came and surprised us. I wore none of them. <laughs> Wait, which day was this? This was not the day. This was not this the was day Sunday. that we had this. This was, okay, so this was the day I we, I left this afternoon. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Well, we had also, Yasser, like, sent us a chef, so we all, like, yes. ate our faces off, so you were like, I cannot do these looks. No, so I ended up doing, I had this red velvet half fail and a red velvet dress and a, like, Ronnie Spector hair, and and I wore it um, when he took me to birthday dinner when I got home. I th- I just saw that on your Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yes. so I was going to wear that in New Mexico, and I, we just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally understandable. And Haley, I still have two other New Mexico looks I never got to wear. Like, we have to, <sighs> I need I need to go somewhere. We need another bachelorette <laughs> party, because I love all those women. Just circling <laughs> back to the idea of the beauty of female friendship, like, we all did this circle around Chelsea and, like, shared with her how much we loved her and, like, all of our wishes for her. And it was – that was such a beautiful moment and such a beautiful time. And then it made me, like, bond with your friends even more. And it was – it's just so – I just love watching how women love other women. Oh, so, my God. Listen, me too. That I'm was down the for best – circle anytime. Best part of the trip. And I will say, like, I was – really really nervous to have a bachelorette because as much as you as much as I'm like oh makeup blah 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 like I'm I'm very much not into uh heteronormative fuckery which is right. all a wedding is and right. I was like and I've gone to bachelorettes where I just have like the worst time of my life and so I was just like oh god maybe I shouldn't even do this and I I cannot believe I underestimated how powerful it would be to have a bunch of women I love in the same place honoring this moment. Yes. And I was like, that will, I was, I told Yasser, I was like, I think that's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. And I can't believe I'm saying that about a bachelorette. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, because really, yeah, it comes down to just like spending time with your girls and celebrating each other. Yeah, and, and like never having everyone that. from different, as you said, different walks of life in one room, like kind of like that feminine, ceremonial, like, wh- how are we going to help each other and guide each other through life? Also, we took thoughty photos. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. At Chelsea the winery. photographers. I yes. discovered that I had this ta- – I mean, I knew that I knew how to, like, pose just from being, like, an actor my whole life and starting off as a model. But I learned in this trip that I'm, like, great at inspiring other you women, helping didn't pose know- them. didn't know – Okay, you know I consider myself a professional photographer. Well, and I just you, <laughs> you, I mean, we went to this winery after river rafting, and everyone was in their swimsuits. Haley gave everyone the session of their lives. I posted all these portraits on my Instagram, like just ten of the most knockout photos you've ever seen. You could go into business. It was so much fun. I love making women feel good about themselves, and again, just kind of like subverting this idea of like what it means to be sexy on its head, and being yeah. like, this is actually really powerful. So that was also so powerful for me, and such a bonding moment. Okay, I am so stressed out because we've only got eight minutes left so in those eight minutes we are going to i'm going to ask you some wedding looks and then we're going to do a little wrap up okay 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 Okay. so i feel like just from an outside perspective i feel like watching you do your makeup trials as again as an outside person i feel like your like your knowledge and love of makeup has gotten even deeper from just what you've learned doing makeup trials is that true yes yes well also i'm like 
somewhat of a terrible client to come because I, I really can do my own makeup. So you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's like we, we really have to be like bringing it at that session. And the unfortunate thing about bridal makeup is that natural glam is just it's in their bones. It's what they're hired on to do. Like it. So I went to some great makeup artists and they do. And, and um, on the days when I, I do want to look just like a nice version of myself, like that is a great look. But I'm going for high, high, high fucking glam on my yes. wedding. And it was a search to find somebody who is willing to do it with the word wedding next to it. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because we we ended up talking about like maybe you just don't even go with a uh, wedding makeup artist. Like you yeah. go with like a different type, like someone who does m- makeup for film and TV or drag or whatever. Yes, and I went down all those avenues, and thankfully, I f- I will um if you, if you want this makeup artist info, find me on Instagram at Chelsea Montez. I'll give it to you. She's uh phenomenal, phenomenal. Her name is Noemi. I was like. And there's also another makeup artist named Sabrina who's incredible. So I, I really found some great makeup artists, but Noemi, so this is how I knew we were a match. She had RuPaul's Drag Race on in her studio when I came in. Of course. And I said, yes, please. And like, because I want an eye. I want a full eye on. And I want someone whose makeup stays. I want stage makeup. Like, I don't, I want to look gorgeous in photos. I want it to stay on all night. I don't want to be a melted mess. Like, that is... I also don't want to look like it's caked on. Like, that's a hard thing to do. And I loved it so goddamn much. I booked her immediately. This is another reason why I cannot wait for you and Jackie to spend more time together. Because she's the exact same way. At her first wedding, she was like, I want to not look like myself. Yeah. (laughs) And she went, like, fully, full, full glam. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm doing my best to be chic understated at my rehearsal dinner, which if you saw what I'm wearing, you would laugh at that fucking statement. <laughs> and I'm going full, full, full glam at the wedding because, you know, I'm doing three dress changes. Yes. It deserves a face to go with it. I am not going to spoil these dress changes, but I do know what they are, and they're fucking incredible. I like, hope they are, but honestly, who knows? I mean, like, don't you kind of no. look at weddings sometimes and you're like, all oh, weddings are the same. Like, it'll eventually just be a wedding, but I have enjoyed buying my wedding dress on Instagram with everyone weighing in. <laughs> I do feel like, in a way, all weddings are the same, but, like, as someone who's had a wedding and planned a wedding, like, I now appreciate them on such a different level. Like me too. no matter what anyone does, it'd be like, Oh, you did, you got the Shafari chairs. Or like for me, I wanted to feel very like bridal on my wedding day. Like I'm like, I've done a bunch of red carpets. I've gotten to wear all these fun things. Like I wanted to feel very much like a bride. And I yes. did like the, the natural makeup thing. What my next, you know, wedding look yes, will be what like, will your we'll, next see. One be? we'll <gasps> see. Honey. I cannot wait. I cannot we'll wait. See. <laughs> okay. So how much, so how much, okay. Four, okay. So are there any, uh, we've got four minutes left. Are there any other secret little tidbits about your wedding look that you're willing to give us? Oh, I know you were trying to decide between a hair up, hair down moment, which is so hard for someone like you with goddess mermaid hair. Ugh, I'm okay. I'm currently in the struggle. You will see me posting about my struggle on Instagram where I found an incredible makeup art, uh, hair artist who can deal with lots of hair like mine, who's not afraid to go big. But she was like, it will take, I don't just want an updo. I, I want like a, like a, I've been calling it dragon fucker hair. Like, right. <laughs> does is this a woman who fucks dragons? Like, I want the hair that's like, whoa, the braids, the twist, it's giant. My other friend told me my hair goal should be make Dolly Parton blush. You know, it's like, these are big hair goals. To ch- we did an updo. It was unreal. We did a downdo. It was unreal. She was like, it is going to take 45 to an hour to change. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm right. just not. Yeah. So right now I'm looking into bun pieces where I would hide my real hair inside the bun and pin curls. Or I'm going to do the giant downdo and then pin it up in a way that doesn't interfere with the curl pattern so that it can be up and then come down. And I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But I need I need someone with like... I need a drag artist. I just know I do. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, I love this. I hope that it inspires the people listening to really, like, lean into the things that make them who they are. Like, this is who you are. And you've got this big, you know, like, over-the-top, extravagant, glamorous style and you're leaning into that even more in your wedding day and in your life as and as your career continues to grow and so I know that's like inspiring everybody oh my god thank you and you know what that's the weddings I love of like when you go to a wedding and it just feels like 
them. It feels like the couple. Yes. It feels like them. When it feels like them, no matter what the choice is, where we're doing like faded flowers or if we're doing like the big bright sparkles, like if it feels like the couple, it always makes me really happy. So that's always that's been my goal this whole wedding of like I just want it to feel like us. I want it to feel like me. Yes, and it will because you guys are so so unabashedly you. I think that's the word. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to wrap. I want. I need everyone to, at home to know that I'm recording this on Zoom and did not realize I'm, like, signed into the wrong Zoom account or something. They're giving us a timeline. Okay, so let's wrap up. Tell everyone. We've got two minutes left. Tell everyone where they can find you, what else you want and need them to know about you. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Devantes. I post a ton of dress content lately. I also post um, recaps of celebrity memoirs on there. People read along with me in little snippets. And then my podcast is Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes. Be careful. Other people started them. You have to go to mine. Uh, um, I know, so dumb. But whatever. Room for everyone. Everyone has a different style. And um, we, basically me and another woman, usually in entertainment, someone in my life, um, we recap and like celebrate celebrity memoirs, which are trashy, disgusting, fun. Also, a successful woman telling her own life story and how yes. she got there. And they're my favorite books in the world. They're my, they're my true self-help books. Um, and I and did a so, Cicely yeah. Tyson episode. So if you uh, guys, I know all of check you are at out. home being like, Haley and Chelsea have an incredible report. I just like need to listen to them <laughs> keep talking. Go listen to our Cicely Tyson it's a, episode. It's a great, because it's great, iconic. great episode. It's yeah. a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, listen, on my Instagram, I have a bunch of links. You can find the newsletter and all that stuff there if you want. If you want some, I guess I'm gonna have to sign up for a newsletter because I. Didn't oh my god, you're gonna it. sign up for your friend's newsletter? Yes. What a friend! I okay. would be like, honey, text me. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Okay, we've got less than a minute left. So in that less than a minute, I just need to end with a vow, an oath of our own, and that is: Do you promise to tell me if I ever look like Bart Simpson again? I promise on my life, even if it's in a photo, I will text you immediately. Oh my god! Thank you so much. It's Do I have so the same vow? Wearing the wrong color. Yeah. Oh yes. Of course. Of course. Okay, but they didn't okay. discontinue your foundation. I'm like in an awkward phase now. Where okay, I'm, but good they discontinued it. I guess. take that shit off the shelves. Take that shit off the shelves. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on. Oh my god, I love you. I love you. And this really will end. Okay. It bye. Really is gonna end. <laughs> bye. <laughs> 